0: what's up guys quincy j sims here ceo of bridge the gap marketing and you are now inside of our sales office the closest thing to a comedy show that you're ever gonna get if they're talking door to door and they're not talking to us then what the hell are they talking about my next guest is robert cherry someone that just signed on with us here at bridge the gap marketing just four weeks in and he's already a tier three agent Now here, we like to make sure, right, that we praise our tier three agents. They're the highest level of agents that we can get, right, before we get them into recruiting and training and actually owning their own sales company with us. So I'm excited to bring you Robert Cherry. Now, first and foremost, right, for everybody out there, you guys can see him, right? If you're just listening to us on the podcast, okay, you can't see him. But, (laughs) you know, for most of you guys, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see Robert Cherry. Now, you know what we think? We think here at Bridgey Gap Marketing that he is NBA Youngboy on a low. Oh right? my God. Be honest with me. Does he look like NBA Youngboy? No, I do not. Yes, he does. No, I if do we not. can, if we got time sable, I want you to actually put a side by side comparison. Oh right? sure NBA Youngboy when he came home and him, right? Right now, he got the same hairstyle. So does NBA Youngboy influence you a little bit?
1: Uh as far as hairstyles go, <laughs> yeah. But not as you know, how he conducts himself. Not
0: at all. <laughs> oh, you don't like the way he conducts himself, huh?
1: Nah, I mean he makes his money, he does what he does, but that life that he lived in my life.
0: I feel you on that. My life. I feel you on that. Let's start right there, right? Like yeah. tell me a little bit about your life, right? How old are you? I'm nineteen. Nineteen? Congratulations, man. Thank you. A lot of you guys out there I know you guys remember what it was like to be nineteen. You probably was lost and then more lost and still lost. Well, at I'm 40 still kinda, years kinda old. lost myself. <laughs> well you know what I can be honest with you and say that at your age I was definitely lost right Um, it wasn't until I found a sales office that really changed my life and I didn't find a sales office until I was 24 years old at this point right Um, so I'm happy that you found us a little bit earlier but literally tell me a little bit about your life right um you know currently before this and before getting a sales job had you ever done sales before Uh,
1: no I have not but you know I am a music artist, so I engage with people all the time. You know, we had events where, you know, I had to be professional, and then, you know, also I do a podcast as well, so I had to, you know, so. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's what intrigues me about you. To be honest with you, there's three types of people that I like hiring here, right? Entertainers, obviously, and you're entertainer. I'm going to get more into that. I love entrepreneurs, and I love uh, I love athletes. Right. Um, for my own distinct reasons. and I'll tell you guys why maybe later on in this episode. But let's stick to Rob. Rob is an actual entertainer. meaning literally. Right. From the first time that I interviewed him, we did a virtual interview. He told me right off the bat, he was like, my new album dropping. My new right. album dropping today. Right. So right. I've been intrigued with him ever since. I listened to his album that first day once we got off the virtual interview. Right. And then he actually signed on here. And once he signed on here, I knew he was somebody that I wanted to work with right? Because just like I told you guys, he's one of my favorite people already. But I still didn't know if he was mentally here, right? Because again, this is a different ball game here. This is taking someone from an employee mindset to an actual entrepreneur mindset. And it's a big difference, guys. Big difference. So let me ask you, right? How does the two worlds um um come together for you? Being an entrepreneur here and now also starting your career in music mm. how does that really translate i mean
1: in a way they're both kind of the same because you make as much money as you want in either profession so if you choose to fuck up here then you fuck up <laughs> and if you choose to fuck up there you fuck up like so honestly i don't see a difference
0: in it yeah. it's kind of the same yeah I feel you on that, right? Because you can make zero or you can make no telling, right? You know what I'm saying? You can end up being a multimillionaire, right? You can generate millions or you can generate zero. And it really depends on what you put into it. So I love it. One of the questions that I've been meaning to ask you is, right, because, you know, me personally, I come from a music background as well. Bridget Gap Marketing, before it was Bridget Gap Marketing, was Bridget Gap Entertainment. Mm-hmm. I actually wore my chain in today. I wore my chain in so long, right? Came and you know,
1: I was like, oh, what's up, what's up, bro?
0: I thought it was so important for me to actually have a chain, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, the first thing I wanted to do is make sure that the diamonds was real in it. Right. You know, I remember right. posting a video say, but if you can't put the video in on this video, um, you know, my jewelry hitting it with the diamond tester just to make sure that the diamonds was real. But these are the things that was important to me. It was probably more important to me than having an actual hit record, you know, just to give you the idea of what my mindset was and how I was thinking. Right. Because I was already doing sales and I was making great money, you know, that allowed me to buy the chain. But then I also had to record the studio. I also had to, you know, I also had everything I was building. I had the distribution deal. But for me, right, and where the two worlds collide is I had to build a team the same way I got to build a team here. Right, same way with my own company. I got to build a team. Mm -hmm. I got to learn people. I got to put the right people around me. And then, of course, the same way in music, right? And um, it's something that I mastered in business. I didn't really master it in the music world, to be totally honest Mm -hmm. with you. That's why I still have a distribution deal now with no real team backing it, right? But for you, I just want you to tell me a little bit about how do you go about building your team, right, for your personal career? So um, I grew up
1: around people that just wanted to like goof around and shit like that. So like that's not really my I mean, I goof around. I'm a teenager. But when it <laughs> when it comes to like my my business and what I need to do, I tend to like gravitate more towards people who have the same goals as me or they want the same things I want. So it's not no competition or it's not no oh well I gotta make sure I gotta watch over him. Like, nah, if we a team, that means that we all should be on the same page. Like, if you're not getting it, then with the team.
0: Wow, wow. So you've actually brought people on and had to get rid of them because you saw where they wasn't just a, maybe a true believer in what it is that you were doing? Hell yeah. Right, uh, so you've had to fire people.
1: Uh, technically, no. <laughs> I ain't have to fire nobody yet, but I just had to separate from a lot of people. And that I thought was going to be here when everything was going to start. And, you know, oh, yeah, bro, you know, I'm going to do this for you. Doesn't happen. That never happens. And, you know, I don't get discouraged because, I mean, everybody at some point is going to disappoint you. So it's that's a sad truth, but it is what it is. I hate that. I hate that saying it is what it is, but. It is what it is.
0: Well, you know, it's called setting the expectation. And I don't think there's anything wrong with setting the right expectation for yourself because you know exactly what you can carry at this point, right? So that's important. You know, I guess, you know, one of the reasons why I asked that question is because, you know, and the way I equate it back to your music career is the same way it is in business, Mm. right? When I started to understand that my music career was actually just like me running a business, I had to get serious about it. I had to get mentors, I had to listen to, I had to read certain materials, right, I had to study, I had to self-develop myself, right, because I had to do it myself. Just before we started this podcast, right, I had to figure out, you know, I had to do some graphics work, I did that right in front of you, right, I had to learn that within the course of the last year, right, why, because I started this podcast, right, these mics, I'm pretty excited, because with the new season, we got mics on, y'all, you see the mics right here, you know what I'm saying, I gave him a mic, right, and these are things that we've solely progressed on. You know how I did it? I did it by watching my favorite podcast. I seeing how they set up and how they were actually did it. First and foremost, I just jumped out in these waters to try to get something done, right? Because I know that success loves speed. I know that, you know, you got to get started if you ever want to, you know, accomplish your goals. So for you, right, um, this position here, right, how is this helping you to become your own man with your music career?
1: Oh, man, like, I was first and foremost, putting money in my pocket so I can fund it. Congratulations Second, on that. <laughs> secondly, it's just making me look at money differently. Like, I used to crave money. Like, I guess that just from not having it, like, like last year I couldn't buy a T-shirt type shit. So, <laughs> like, when I first got my first McDonald's job, my first job, spending money like crazy, you know, smoking, whatever the case may be, and now that i'm in this position and we have the talks about money like listen you got to say it because then you gotta pay taxes they gotta do this they gotta do that because in the next couple of years you might have this and that i wasn't thinking about none of that that's not how i was brought up it was just spend what you got now because you might die tomorrow
0: mm-hmm.
1: type shit. like and i don't know i don't want to live like that i don't wanna live like that no more and being here has told me that honestly
0: mm-hmm. you know not for nothing though but you know I did the same thing when I first got into sales. Mm-hmm. you know, And that's exactly why I talk to you guys over and over about this. I know you guys feel like I'm a broken record <laughs> most of the time, but I really want you to get my point, right? It's because I care. I remember what it was like. You know, you make a $3,000 check, man, I'm going to Miami for the weekend, mm-hmm. right? And I'm, I'm, I'm balling out on whatever I want to. I'm still like that to this day. I'll go sit down and eat, right? And one of the last things that I'll ever do is I will look at the bill. I'm still not gonna look at the bill, right? Because I know I work hard for this, and I'm just not gonna, you know, uh, I'm I'm not gonna worry about things like what I eat because I gotta nourish myself, I gotta nourish my mind, I gotta nourish my body. So, what's some of the ways that you're actually taking care of yourself now that you're thinking bigger? You know, your lifespan is longer than just this next week coming Mm -hmm. and whatever check I got coming. Word. So, how are you starting to take care of yourself in different areas of your life to make sure that you got the longevity Mm -hmm. along with the money? So. To be
1: honest with you, I've found it like kind of a struggle to like like take care of myself in a way. Like you know, I take care of myself, but how like, that? Hmm. You know, as far I always had to worry about somebody else's like emotions or make sure they good, make sure they have food, clothes, and stuff like that. Me, I me, mean, I'm I'm a buck forty. I barely eat right, <laughs> like. I was talking to say, about well, I bite my nails, like I need to get my nails done. Like, there's a lot of things that I didn't realize that I need to do for myself because I was so worried about oh, what my bro started me or mm-hmm. what somebody, what some girls, you know? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, right now, you're just starting to notice these yeah, I'm things? I'm starting to notice. Just starting and you're to starting notice. to put things in place.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to, at least. I hate that word, trying.
0: Yeah. I hate it too, you know, obviously, right? Because you know it's as simple as this, just writing it down, right, writing it down. You got a vision board at home? No, I need to get one. Oh, you absolutely need a vision board. It is very important. It's gonna be vital to your success, right? You've seen my vision board at home, right? Yes, I do. Right above my bed, when I wake up, when I go to sleep, it's right there, right? I'm talking about it's bigger than anything else. I don't have a TV inside of my room.
1: Damn.
0: I don't care about TV, I care about my goals, I care about my dreams. I care about you having your goals and your dreams, right? I say that to you because I think that once you actually get a vision board and you actually put it on there, it's something as simple as, I want to stop biting my nails. You write that down, right? And you actually see that. I want to stop. But this way, you're conscious of it when you start to bite your nails and you just stop. Right? And I think that that's one way that definitely helped, man. So definitely please start taking care of yourself, all right? Um, That's important. Now, I guess where I want to take it next is a bit different, right? Um, You know, what brought you to this space? that you're in now, meaning, you know, you're 19 years old, mm. right? You worked at McDonald's before. Mm. You know, you've seen what it was like, you know? Yeah. Cool, you negotiate your salary uh, a year in advance, <laughs> you know, you, they tell you how much per hour you gotta get there, you got the same work, you know the, you know the system mm. that they're in, right? And then, but today, the system is very much so different. This is more like an all-you-can-eat buffet. Right. And then obviously, right. If someone beats you to the punch, you can have no food. Right. That's what sales is like to me a bit. Mm -hmm. Right. But and even though we try not to make it so um, competitive, it is competitive. Right. And a sales office is competitive. It's one of the best things I love about a sales office because Mm -hmm. it is so competitive. Your name is on the board but everybody else. Right. And you got to produce each and every time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, fortunately for you. Right. The last three weeks in a row, you've been our top sales agent two of those weeks, you being a tier three agent, meaning, you know, you're making the top commission here, right? You got to come in your check. So you're going from McDonald's money, a hundred and some dollars to making thousands of dollars in the course of weeks. You know, that's a big change for you, you know, but I want to talk specifically about, you know, the competition, the competitive Mm -hmm. mode that you got to be in the space Mm -hmm. that you go into now, because at McDonald's it's not competitive. It's kind of like, you know, it's socialism over there really, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying, you go in, you know, everybody negotiate their salary, you know what you're going to get, they're going to make sure you get it as long as you clock in, but here it's more of, you know, it's, it's a fight, you got to yeah. have some fight in you. Yeah, definitely. So, what, what, first and foremost, I guess the question is, what got you to this point saying, hey, you know what, this is the environment for me. I want to make sure that I, you know, that I got some say so about my success. I don't want to wait on it anymore. I want to take advantage of it. What is that thing that, that, that told you to take charge? And then my second question is is how does it feel, you know, having to be so competitive all the time?
1: You know, at first, I was scared doing this. Like, everybody was telling me, I, actually, before sales, I left FedEx, right?
0: Yeah, you know, anyway,
1: everybody said, oh, they got good benefits, da da da. Why well, did you leave them? Everybody in my ear, I was scared, but it was a change, and I knew it would give me structure, and that's when I needed it. And honestly, I love it. Like, doing this is, it, I cannot never go back to a nine to five. Like, the way I feel you know, in the morning, five. just waking up, like, I'm not like, time to start this fucking day again. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, now i get to just be me and my last sales job i had um i wasn't able to be me i started off really bad in sales almost said fuck it but i had to be this character and my whole life i had to be a character and i was trying to not be that character anymore. Mm-hmm. so that just made it kind of kind of harder but um but now it feels feels great I feel like i did the right thing i made the right choice um, even though i was scared I got something good out of it, like even in my mindset in this, I wasn't even thinking about oh I'm gonna make thousand dollars. I'm like yo I'm gonna learn a lot of shit, so later on in five years I can make a couple thousand dollars or I can make a couple million. That's mm. how I was thinking about it, mm. and I made that happen in three weeks. Like not to, you know, not to brag, but <laughs> that, that shit felt good. Like I ain't never made that much money in a week, yeah, like or two weeks.
0: So yeah, but it feels good. Man, bro, I love it for you. One of the promises I made to you is you're probably gonna make more money of made in your life, right? Mm-hmm. But you gotta actually participate in that, right? And I don't wanna romanticize it, to be totally honest with mm-hmm. you. Whatever it is that got you here, it got you to that moment where you said I need a change in my life, I don't want to romanticize and act like as if it's that simple, that easy, right? There's not. There's nights where you're in the field, it's 8:30, 9 o'clock, you're knocking on doors, people are upset, right? Um, you know. It's, it, it's moments where you don't know what's behind that door, you know, you, you, customers make you feel uneasy, right? But you got a job to do, and somehow you remain calm, and somehow you still knock that door, and it, it ends up being somebody that's friendly enough to actually, they want the service, and they're going to say thank you once they right. get the service. That should feel good. And then they call you back later and say, hey, Rob, can you help out my cousin or my friend? But it's, it's a big, bad wolf right. behind that door up until you realize, like, hold up, I'm the wolf. You know what I'm saying? And, and I just want to commend you on that, right? Because i watched you, you and your mindset change from, you know what? Thinking that they're the big bad wolf and now understanding that, hold up, I'm the wolf. <laughs> you don't know who you're talking to now at this point, right? Because I'm going to sign you up and I know what the value is of that. So that's super exciting, man. You know, just watching you go from zero to 60 now at this point is, is, is why I started this company to be totally honest with you. So I'm very proud to have you on the podcast, Thank man. You. I can't wait to bring you back. And so I can see exactly what changes you're making, right? Cause I want to hear about it all, bro. I'm
1: you know, real.
0: now you didn't answer my question though about, you know, uh, 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 the competitive spirit. Mm-hmm. How yeah. does it feel being so competitive on a daily basis? Cause I know you said you love it. When you wake up, you know, you feel alive, great. And that's competitive. But then when you get out there to that field, when you know such and such got two sales and you only got one, right? How does that, Yo, it made me want to go harder. Like,
1: honestly, I don't I don't get jealous what I do. Like, when it comes to the shit that I'm doing, like, I feel like I need to be on top. So it's like, even when I don't want to feel like that, I feel like that, it's just in me. So like, even if I feel like there's competition, not to sound that way, I feel like there's no competition because I'm in my own lane. I have a different goal than everybody else. So it doesn't even matter if they feel like they're in competition with me. You ain't in competition with me. (laughs) I'm doing my own thing. Even if I'm losing, I'm still winning.